in New York. Concrete <laughs> jungles where dreams are made of. These lights will inspire you. Let's hear it for New York. New York, New York. Man, we basically are Alicia Keys. Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to auto-tune the shit out of that. <laughs> Good. What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the NYC Brooklyn Hoodrats edition of the Third Wheel Pod. Hell yeah. We're going to tell some stories about this bachelor party we were just on with our boy Josh. And we're going to hear from a couple of the guys on the trip. Yeah. And they're going to talk about their relationship with Josh, how they know him, maybe some funny stories. And yeah, it's just going to be a very Josh centered podcast. Yeah. So if you don't like Josh, Go ahead and just wait until the next episode. But if you love Josh, which we know you do. Who doesn't? Get ready. Let's do this. Let's go. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. What a wedding that was. What a what a ten days that was. Yeah, seriously. For those listening, we uh we did a whole bachelor party. Me and Jordan were in Josh's bachelor party as a couple of the groomsmen. Had the honor. And so it was the first time we were all together in quite a while. For sure. Yeah. Spent yeah. some time. Wait, was that the first time we've all been together while we've had the podcast? No, nope. no, because we, we were did, in. We went November. to Under Oath. We had the podcast then. Oh no, we did. I don't think we did. Oh yeah, I guess that's not. true. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so first, so first time, time since yeah. the pod started. So naturally, we recorded an episode while we were all together, right, boys? Yeah, we were right on the ball with that. <laughs> That was the plan. Yeah. Yeah, we had a full podcast rig with us the entire time for all 10 days. And instead of recording I bought an, an episode, extra large suitcase so I could fit my podcast stuff in. I had to pay extra fees because my podcast recording equipment was heavy. Actually, and yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. It was bullshit. That kind of pisses me off and uh instead of recording an episode we decided just to drink beer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lots and lots of beer which is the, probably a good were, thing we're doing sober october now yeah. yeah yeah there was better priorities we had to live in the moment i feel yeah. like also there was as we're probably about to tell in the stories um there was not too too much sleep happening so it's nah. like yeah. Yeah. Well, because so we all showed up in Toronto a week before the wedding or just under a week before the wedding. Yeah. And then all the groomsmen, which there was six of five. us, five, five of us, and then six, and then including me. you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So six yeah. total. And we all 
rented a minivan and drove down to New York City. Five of us drove. And then one very special right, 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 true man met us in the city. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Um, was it time? I think it was most of our first times in the New York City. Yeah, I think I all think, but one of us. Yeah, the dude that met us there, whose name is also Josh, has been there a few times, I believe. Affectionately named Joe. Yeah. By everyone except Josh, because it <laughs> weirds him out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking really weirds me out. Because <laughs> you just can't have two of the same names in a group of six dudes. Exactly. So well, we named him Joe. <coughs> named no him one Joe. actually calls me Josh. Yeah, that's of, true. Out of all you guys, that's why I was a yeah. little bit annoyed. I'm just like, no one actually calls me Josh, so it just doesn't matter. Just call this guy Josh. <laughs> We don't call even you Josh, Josh, and we don't call even, him Josh. Even yeah. Josh, Josh, Josh calls me Crooks. <laughs> no one I've gets been, to be named that. Josh. You mean literally getting that from him since like grade one? You mean Joe Josh calls you Crooks? Yeah. To yeah. you guys, Joe Josh calls me Crooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we we left like first thing in the morning, and yeah, we got- I had to read all. <laughs> So me and Wes, Garrett's brother, we we packed. We were we were trying to be prepared for anything because we didn't know exactly what we were doing, what kind of uh, weather would be we would find in New York, and so we packed decently big suitcases and planned to bring them, (laughs) yeah, just to be prepared. And the biggest uh, suitcase. I had a backpack. <laughs> Same. And so, yeah, I guess me and Wes were kind of divas a little bit. And we had like really big suitcases. And like the morning of, we're like loading in, and me and Wes like get our suitcases by the door. <laughs> and Crooks is like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> and we were on a like strict time crunch. Yeah. So me and Wes like very quickly repacked our suitcases into our smaller ones. The thing that and surprises that me the most about that is Wes has been on the road for like a couple of years of his life. And yeah. yeah. He knows with Diva five behavior people. From me. Yeah, that makes sense. But you know, five people crammed in a van, like Wes should know, especially being on tour, yeah, that you gotta pack wisely and you select few things to put into your bag which is no bigger than a backpack yeah Yeah. and not all of us in all fairness not all of us wore the same t-shirt every single day like gare did so yeah we gotta have a little lenience there (laughs) that is true but it was two and a half days and you guys had full-on huge suitcases like going to cuba for two weeks suitcases (laughs) seriously Okay, I don't know why, but in my head, I was like, I got to bring enough for like five days, like a week. Your your suitcase was the same size as the one suitcase that me and Haley put both of our stuff in for 10 days. For 10 days, yeah. For two and a half days. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty upsetting. <laughs> I feel shame. So after that was sorted out, we uh, hit the road. <laughs> 
I think my favorite moment of the the road trip, at least at least going there, um, was probably when we stopped at McDonald's, and we right when we crossed the border, got into the states. Oh yeah, we stopped at McDonald's and we made a. Uh, we I brought <laughs> I brought Josh's gooseneck uh, pour over kettle. We packed all of our coffee gear. No idea what the hell that is, but it's like yeah. a it's a kettle. Um, for you laymen out there. Uh, so we packed all our coffee gear and then I brought our own kettle. I brought it into McDonald's and I got them to fill it with boiling water. And then we went you were very <laughs> stoked that they were, they did that. For I definitely you. thought that they're going to shut me down and be like, what the fuck? He comes no. out of McDonald's like, woo! <laughs> I was so pumped. I loved it. And then, and then we just made AeroPress and we just had pour overs on the concrete ground in the parking lot. It was great. It was the best. <laughs> that was a good time, man. I couldn't even believe that that McDonald's filled up that kettle for you. <laughs> Dude, I, I was very surprised. God bless those Americans, yo. Yeah, seriously. Great Let's people. just talk, just pause. That uh, American McDonald's, you guys are slacking as Dude, I was fuck, literally man. just going to bring this up. Oh, my God, man. Like, as three connoisseurs of the great mcdonald's franchise the great canadian <laughs> golden arches y'all are slipping yeah at least in new Canada's york state level yeah like they got some menu options that are are different from ours so the selection is more vast but man the quality, quality of is everything low man like yeah fries weren't as good the burgers weren't as good even the, the Coke wasn't as good. Yeah, like the meat yeah. and stuff didn't taste good. I asked for, in Canada, instead of mayo at McDonald's, they call it McChicken sauce. Right. So at the counter, when I got my bag of food, I'm like, can I have some McChicken sauce? And she's just like, excuse me? What did you just say? I'm like, can I have some McChicken sauce? She's like, huh? I'm like, mayo? She's like, ah, mayo, yes, here you go. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was that, standing uh, behind them. I that they like, didn't Damn, have the McChicken what? sauce there. Well, it's the same shit. They just package yeah. it as mayo. That's yeah. that's interesting, though. I didn't know that. I thought that it would be the same. The other thing, too, is they look... The appearance of the literal restaurant is, like, gross. Like, they look, like, faded. Seriously. the uh, You can yeah. tell that the renovations budget was went all to canada for mcdonald's yeah because <laughs> yeah. it's like all modern like open concept restaurants here in canada and then you go to the states and it's just like from the 70s or 80s like interior it's like their seats are all cracked open and the foam is popping under the seats and shit <laughs> i don't know about that, that dude so a couple of the couple of the chairs look pretty rough i saw a couple it's of almost- vines some greenery growing out of the seats. Really painting a picture here. There's mold everywhere. <laughs> Fucking people walking around with face masks. Fleas. But it's okay. They filled up our kettle. So, Yeah. Bless them. Yeah. yeah. No. McDonald's in America. Well, we should really say New York State because America is a big umbrella. I'm True. sure there's some kick-ass McDonald's elsewhere. but Yeah. A lot of McDonald's was eaten on the trip in general. A lot. Not that, as much as suspected because of yeah, my first I guess, experience. 
Yeah, it was I guess Shake there was Shack. a lot of Shake Shack. Yeah, Dude, Shake Shack was insane. Oh. Shake Shack sponsored the motherfucking pod. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you literally owe us because that's how much the six of us ate it. There was one about twenty steps away from our Airbnb in Brooklyn. <laughs> So, too convenient. Too convenient, man. We would get back, go home to like change or something or grab something from the spot. Well, let's get a little quick single burger here from Shake Shack. On yeah, the and they're so like <laughs> tiny and nice. Just like oh, a little snack, oh, little taster. just falls apart in your mouth. Yeah. Oh, man, my mouth is watering. This is not healthy to do in October. No, fa- no fast food. <laughs> Yeah, that location we had was pretty dope, man. Just under or just beside the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. That was fucking awesome, man. Whoever, I don't even remember who booked it, but whoever did that, it was was genius. Yeah. It was a good spot. It was huge, too. Like, for the amount of money we were paying, we got a pretty good deal, and there was a lot of rooms, lots of beds. It was great. Yeah. It was a sick spot. The location, I think, was worth it because. You walk out, you got the Brooklyn Bridge literally like 10 steps away, and then you got the yeah. subway system, and you got the ferry, which is at the end of yeah. our block, Yeah, which yeah. you can get anywhere from there. So Literally two-minute walk from the ferry, and like two-minute walk from the water because you're right under the bridge, so yeah, sick views right there, yeah. Yo, we got to talk about when we were stuck in traffic. Oh, the yeah. The first thing we see... <laughs> In New York to welcome us. <laughs> I don't even remember. First thing, uh, some road rage. Some guy was trying to get into the line of cars or something like that, and no one was letting him in. And he, didn't he roll down his window and just whip a bottle at the guy's windshield? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome that to was our, fucking New York. That was our welcome to New York City. <laughs> People chucking bottles out of their vehicles in traffic. Yeah, couldn't believe that happened. Jeez. Yeah, the amount of horn hawking was out of control. Oh, dude, it was like it was like second nature, or I don't know what I'm trying to say. Not second nature, like but it was like constant background noise. Yeah, it yeah. was literally no silence in that city. <laughs> Just a hum. Also, note uh, as soon as we pulled in. We turned on, we tried to find Hot 97, and we did. First, like, three songs in a row were all Drake, so yeah. Sorry, yeah, New- that was- sorry, New York, that you've been sleeping on your hip-hop for so long, and you have to go for Toronto's artists. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I felt right at home. That was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Listening to Drake and Stuck in Traffic it feels exactly like you're in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Just a lot more water bottles flying around. and honking yeah so on the way so the first night i remember we were like okay boys like we're all kind of tired from the trip let's just like have a chill night like not really do much let's just like figure out where we're going on the subway because there's no chance we're like driving in new york so we were like let's figure out this subway system and of course we got pretty lost trying to use the subway (laughs) <laughs> we ended up going like deep into the heart of brooklyn which is yeah, backwards backwards yeah <laughs> we're trying to get to times square we were just like let's just figure out how to get to times square and then hop right back on the subway and come back kind of thing yeah 
And so, like, after, I think we got on, like, two or three wrong trains. (laughs) (laughs) And talked to, like, four to five random local people. Bunch of Brooklyn hood rats can't even work the subway system. Yeah, and they were—they all had no idea what was going on. So yeah, I don't know. and they—they they all didn't want to give us the time of the day either. <laughs> yeah, either they were like, "I don't care," or they were like, "I have one train that I take every single day. I don't know anything else." Yeah, and I remember I went up to one guy, and I was literally standing right beside him, looking directly at him, and he was just staring straight pretending that he didn't see me in his peripheral vision that I'm was like, so funny I'm to like, watch you're I'm like, like literally standing li- i'm like not even a foot away from him i'm so close to him <laughs> staring directly at his face and i ended up just waving hello my hand in front of his face like bro wake the fuck up man like <laughs> take your airpods out and answer my question <laughs> I was watching you from where we were all standing and like a part of my stomach was like turning. I'm just like, oh my God, like what is this guy doing? I feel so bad for Garrett. I feel nervous. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I felt uncomfortable too. It was so annoying. But we got to figure out where we're going. So yeah, finally we did. And then we made it to Times Square, which was crazy. We made it to Times Square, and then we were, like, enthralled by the lights and all the action, and we're like, let's party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not going back. Yeah. We're not going back. Yeah. That was pretty so crazy. We, every So we went to one bar just for a beer. Yeah, let's go have a beer. You know, after that, it was, where's the next bar? And then after that, it was about six or seven bars later. And we all just took turns <laughs> buying rounds. Yeah. yeah, we got into like three bars, and we we're like, "Uh, let's just go to enough bars where we each just pay a tab." Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'll bring this up right now. Apparently, in the states, it's literally impossible for them <laughs> to split bills. Seriously, yeah. what a pain in the ass! So Canadians. F- feel blessed at the fact that you can walk into a restaurant with six dudes and all pay separately. Seriously, there could be like two people, each meal, each person's bill was $5, the easiest math in the world. And you'd be like, can we get this split? No, sorry, we don't do that here. Yeah, we don't do that. (laughs) And by here, I mean America. (laughs) Again, maybe just a New York thing, but in our experience... And it was like, yeah, like at first we didn't really ask and then like we started asking and then it was like, no, we don't do that. Yeah. It's like you don't do it like or you, you won't can't, do it or you won't. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so I we remember, were forced to each buy around, which yeah. worked out OK. And this American for me, American or again, yeah, I got to buy around. I got to stop saying American, but NYC bartenders do not play with tips man i did my math wrong <laughs> while tipping this one bartender uh, this he, is in all fairness to you gear this is like the fifth or sixth bar so you get a pass yeah yeah so i did my math wrong and i tipped this guy really low like way too low <laughs> and i genuinely made a mistake i thought that i was tipping him correctly but i wasn't he literally turned around and he threw my change at me like he like threw it at my chest (laughs) i was like oh shit like yeah bro reacted like very taken aback and i looked at the thing i was like dude you tipped him like 
30 cents. <laughs> Dude, I gave him like like oh, like a very bad tip. And yeah. and then I like tapped him on the shoulder and then he like turned around and I gave him some more money. I said, "Dude, I'm so sorry." Yeah, like, I, I did, did the math, my wrong. math wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and he gave me the thumbs up and it was all good after, but he threw my change at me. Like he was fucking pissed at me. Yeah. Man. It's like I, I think we all said family. after like if that guy threw if I accidentally made a mistake in my tip and he threw that change at me, I wouldn't have turned around and given him the proper amount. I would have been pissed. I would have thrown it back. Been like, <laughs> sorry, I did my math wrong, but fuck you anyways. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a Christ follower. So you're a better yeah. man. That's the difference. And then we uh we got home at like I wanna say like three, four in the morning. Yeah, three thirty, I think. Yeah, and then we were up by like eight thirty, nine a.m. making coffees, ready to go for the next day. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that, we didn't waste too much time. Yeah, that day was for the most part we just we kind of chilled that day. Stayed in Brooklyn and just hit some. Literally, we would just like walk around maybe shop a little bit or like go into shops but other than that it was like oh there's a bar let's have a quick beer yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much after all it's a bachelor party so yeah <laughs> and then it was that night that we did the comedy the comedy right? cellar right yeah. which is like the oldest one of the oldest comedy clubs in new york yeah which definitely is the sick. most yeah definitely the most legendary for sure yeah that was cool. It was pretty sick was so how cool. um they like they make you put all your phones inside envelopes. You got to power down your phones and put it inside a sealed envelope and then put that envelope on like your whole table puts their phones in the envelope and it sits on your table the whole show, which is crazy. But that's cuz yeah. For those of for anyone who doesn't know, apparently it's because there's like huge comedians that come through. Just randomly they'll just show up and do like new material that they're either working on for like a major tour that they're doing or for like a Netflix special or whatever. And so you can't film it cause it'll kind of screw their shit up if it ends up online yeah. before it's actually ready. Yeah. Found- when you're telling jokes, it's like if you film it, put it on the internet, you're ruined. Like, like your yeah. Netflix special, why even watch it? Cause it's all the same jokes. Yeah. I found out that they don't always make you put your phone's in a bag. So basically, if you're in line and then you get to the door and they make you put your phone in a bag, you know that there's going to be someone big that night. Oh, I didn't. Wow. Oh, crazy. Because I, I asked someone that had been to the comedy cellar in New York that has gone before, and they're like, yeah, I didn't have to put my phone in a bag. So. Oh, crazy. Huh. Pretty crazy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we basically with... Yeah, we did. Um yeah, with with comedy, it's like, like you said, Gary, it's like they, they're real money makers, they're tours, like yeah. they're headlining tours and they're Netflix specials and stuff. And so they go to places like that just to like work out material. So that's what we got to see. So it's like not always like the greatest, like I didn't find it to be like the absolute best comedy I've seen, but it's just kind of cool to see like legendary people. Just like working jokes out, you know. It was uh who did we see? We we saw the one dude, he he's from the office. Craig Robinson. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. He plays Daryl for anyone that doesn't which, know. Which people kind of freaked out for. And then who was the other one? Uh, I, I didn't really know him. Guy. Yeah, I don't know. But they're I have like no idea. You recognize them. Like I yeah. definitely recognize most of them. And then the headliner was Godfrey, which is like a he's been on SNL as a writer and I think he's been on the show too. He's probably one of the better. And yeah. I got a shout out to the staff there because I got a little too carried away from the <laughs> pre-drinking slash the old fashions I was chugging at the place. And I puked in <laughs> the comedy cellar bathroom. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I was pretty embarrassed because it's pretty legendary. And the bathroom is literally like just off to the side. Like it's not down a long hallway or anything. Like <laughs> you can definitely tell what's happening in there. Two and drink max. What's that? That's why they have the two drink max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was actually a little afraid that they weren't going to let me in. So I was on my best behavior going in there. But, um, yeah, I came out from puking, and luckily I was puking during one of the more unfunny people, so I didn't miss much. Um, I came back, and there was a ginger ale waiting for me. I think the staff just hooked it up. Dude, that's sick. Yeah, they came through for you. And I was, like, pretty embarrassed because I was like, okay, they definitely know I just puked, but sick. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. It was awesome. Dope. But, yeah, that was a gnarly night. But you always feel better after puking. True. Very true. So, yeah, the comedy cellar was pretty dope. I definitely, that was one of my highlights for sure. But then to top all highlights from that trip, Actually, there's two. One of them would would have been the Rangers game. I'm a big New York Rangers fan. For anyone that likes hockey, you'll know about them. And they have one of the most famous arenas in the world. So yeah, that was cool for me. MSG. Yeah, that was like, I literally like was breathtaking, man. Like (laughs) walking in, seeing all like the pictures and the history of things and events that have happened there was absolutely nuts and then of course as a rangers fan seeing all the banners and like retired numbers and of players and all that i was just like man i'm actually in my favorite arena of my favorite hockey team oh it was so sick that was really cool yeah they took the l but it was still fun yeah we we took a loss for sure um shout out to jordan and Wes for coming through with that got I mean we all split the cost but we got fucking unreal seats what were we Jordan like 10 or 12 rows up yeah we were like 12 rows I think yeah something like that like right in the middle which is the important part right yeah so yeah and then the Rangers game was sick and then just before we end highlights I really liked that fucking awesome bar that we found that overlooked the entire downtown skyline of Manhattan. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That one bar was super sick. Rooftop that was right patio. before the comedy show. That's where it all went downhill for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was sick. That was so cool. 
We didn't even think about it. We just got in the bar. We're like, oh, this bar looks cool. She's like, do you want to go upstairs or stay down here? And we're like, oh, rooftop. We get up there. We're just like, <laughs> oh, shit. The what perfect the fuck? view. Yeah. Yeah. It was so crazy. The sun was setting and it was just beautiful. So I'm going to post some pictures to coincide with this episode so people yeah. will see it for sure. So Sick. Yeah. that was cool. And then probably my highlight before we get off the trip was the biking through time uh not times square biking through central park that was so yeah sick. that Grand was central really cool. park. Who's, who's ever idea was that was that was sick <laughs> what you just call it grand central park yeah, yeah. what west kept calling it <laughs> grand central park yeah <laughs> guys want to check out grand central park <laughs> just ripping around the six of us it was so cool yeah that was fun yep. And then when we were, <laughs> we thought that it was going to be a, uh, a bitter end, a <laughs> sad, horrific ending to our trip. We were leaving at about 3 a.m. in Brooklyn. We were leaving to drive back to Toronto. Because we had to make it for, back for the rehearsal. Yeah, we had to make it back. So or we Crooks' wife was going to kill gonna, us. Was going to decapitate us straight up. And so we're leaving at 3 a.m. Jamie, which is one of the groomsmen, our homie, he was the You'll one hear driving. From him later. Yeah, he was the one driving, and so he went about walked about a block away to pick up the van, which we had parked in a parkade just around the corner. And if anyone knows Jamie, his timelines are so tight. He used to be a tour manager. He was our tour manager for a while. And his timelines are like strict. When he says he's going to be five minutes, he's going to be five minutes, not a second over. And like, so he's like, all right, guys, I'm going to be, I'm going to be 10 minutes and I'll be outside. You guys meet me out front with your bags and then we'll take off. We're like, all right, sounds good. 10 minutes goes by. I look out front. No one out there. Jamie's not there. No one to be seen. (laughs) We're like, hmm, that's weird. And of course, he has no cell service or anything like that because we're in America. He's the one guy that didn't have He's phone service. He's the one service. guy that didn't have phone service. He's and also the one guy that is so friggin' like wise and street smart and just like aware of surroundings. Yeah. So if he something were to happen to him, you knew it was a serious situation. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then we go out. So the, we're like, all right, if he's late, the funniest. The funniest part is we're all standing out there. It's 3 a.m. And we were up till like at least 1 a.m. the yeah, night before, yeah, like we had 1230. Like two, an hour and a half, two hours of sleep. Yeah. And so we're all just like standing out there like half asleep, like really tired. Out on tired. the street. Just, just with like all of our with luggage. With our suitcases. And we're just like looking at our phones, our watches, just like we're all just like looking realistic at each other like we're all thinking in our head no one wants to say it out loud but we're all thinking in our head okay worst case scenario jamie is has been mugged or stabbed in the parkade someone has taken our van and jamie is lying in a pool of his own blood at 3 a.m in brooklyn (laughs) but we're all assuming the very worst but we're not saying no one's saying that we're all just looking at each other instead of saying what we're thinking we're all just kind of looking at each other like hmm shouldn't he be here by now (laughs) (laughs) then finally 
uh, I think it was Josh. Josh, you went to go look for him, right? Yeah, I was like, okay, this is insane. Like, this shouldn't be happening. We got to go check it out. Yeah. And Josh had his, you had your phone, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Joe and Josh went, and they both had their phones. Yeah. So it was all good. Yeah, and luckily, he just was having a hard time paying for parking. So his, yeah, his credit, credit card, card wasn't working, working or something like that. So yeah. he was not dead. He was not stabbed. He was not mugged, which is all He was just news. in financial turmoil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we hit the road and made it back. And... Jamie beasted that drive. We rented a vehicle, and so he was the only one allowed to drive. And yeah. so all the way there, I th- what was it, like nine, eight, ten eight hours? And a half. Eight and a half, nine eight and a half. Yeah. That's without stops. So yeah, probably took us a bit longer. But, man, he beasted both of those drives so well. Yeah. Other than Wes taking a short stint so he could chill for a bit. But Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. It. shout out to him. I could not have done that. There's no way. So, yeah. That was the time in my life, boys. Someone w- argued that's the only reason why we brought him, just to <laughs> drive us. But yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was an unreal trip. Like something I'll remember for the rest of my life. That was great. Yeah. We don't really have time, but dude, your wedding also very unreal i don't see how it could have gone better yeah it was from my perspective but it was awesome i was and i was just so happy i'm happy for you josh and i'm happy for you and carly both and and there's all all around like such a great 10 days yeah for sure it was the time of my life between the bachelor party and the wedding yeah Probably the most, obviously, it's my wedding, so it's one of the best moments of my life, but I say that with 100% authenticity. That was, like, with everyone who came and the people that were around me, and then obviously Carly, like, it was just the time of my life. It was the most beautiful time ever with all the friends and me and her and all the family. Shout out to anyone, everyone that came through. That was incredible. Yeah. And it wouldn't have been as special if everyone wasn't there. So for sure. I think uh one of my favorite parts of the entire time is uh we were definitely celebrating hard and all the all the Brooklyn hood rats as we like to call each other. Yeah. G- gathered around for a shot and uh Crooks was just like saying like like oh man, I love you guys, blah blah blah. And I said it at the time in my inebriated state, but I think it's really a testament to like crooks, how like, cause I love like every dude that was in that bachelor party. Like yeah. even Joe just meeting him, like I love that dude, like a brother. Yeah. And like, it's definitely, I think a testament to like crooks as a person that he surrounds himself with like such awesome dudes for sure. So yeah, totally. That being said, the next part of this podcast is we're gonna hear from those fellas, the, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Hood Rats. rats. <laughs> yeah, they're so gonna that should be fun. We're gonna have them each call in. We've given them just for time wise about ten minutes each. They're gonna answer a, f- a few questions about 
their experiences with crooks and how they met crooks and their favorite stories and most fondest memories with crooks and yeah basically if you don't give a fuck about any of that or don't give a fuck about me then uh, now is a part of the pod where you just turn it off and listen to yeah. something else yeah, like exactly. Ro Jogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this next part is all about Josh. Yeah, don't get used to it, Josh, because we'll never talk about you this much ever again. Okay. Yeah. All right, sweet man. Thanks. All right, let's get into these interviews. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, you guys. If you are liking what you're listening to right now, this is the band Good Rumor with their new single, Hard to Find, which is a single off of their upcoming EP, Always Here, which is going to be available on all streaming services come October 25th. That's next Friday. So you guys should go ahead and mark your calendars. Give Good Rumor a follow at Good Rumor on Instagram and all other social media platforms and definitely stay tuned for their upcoming EP always here dropping next Friday. All right, Wes. You can hear us good. We can hear you good. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet, man. All right. Well, yeah, we just wanted to have you on here and have you talk a little bit about Josh since we all shat the bed and didn't actually record a podcast on our whole (laughs) trip to Toronto and New York. (laughs) We give it our best effort. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, how's it it feel to finally be on the infamous Third Wheel podcast? It's uh, it's actually pretty scary. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's what everyone says. Everyone that's not. Every word is permanent. Every word is permanent. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the internet is forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess it doesn't have to be anything super strict or anything like that. But uh, we just kind of want to have each of the guys answer how they met Josh, their funniest story with josh and also their most heartfelt story with josh or one or the other or one or the other yeah so how'd you meet him what was like your first meeting with crooks do you remember well i actually had to think long and hard about this one (laughs) yeah because we've known each other forever well i think garrett met josh before me through like playing music and stuff at the college in calgary I'm not sure if that's correct. Anyways, I met Josh when he moved into the Melitzala house, I'm pretty sure. Right. Which right. is your uncle. Yes. He moved into your uncle's house. Yeah. My uncle's house. Our uncle's house here. Yeah. Um, My uncle's house, too. No, he's not <laughs> your uncle. He'll never be your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was actually how I met him, too. Uh, Just side note, yeah. I was, like, hanging out with your cousin, Ash, a lot. 
and then like Crooks is just always there. And that's kind of how it like worked out. He just kind of showed up. Yeah, exactly. Showed up and he was living in the basement there and yeah. And it just like the friendship just happened like so easy. Yeah. Always throwing his two cents into everything. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And yeah, that's how I remember meeting him and then from there the rest was history. Or is history. You guys were in a band together, right? Yep. We were uh You're both the percussionists. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was the true percussionist. <laughs> on the drums. He just played the pads with his fingers. <laughs> the digi drums. As we affectionately call them, the digi drums. Yeah. Well, how Josh actually got into the band is he started as Wesley's drum tech. So he packed up and set up Wesley's drums and Wesley actually, didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. And he was actually the best. Like I was I was a little upset when he actually joined the band because oh. <laughs> he did it everything so perfect. I'd be talking with bands or whatever after the show. And then I'm like, oh crap, I have to go set down everything now. Yeah. Be thing like Packed up. Packed up in a nice pile, like perfect for me. And the rest of the boys still have to do all their gear. <laughs> wow. But Diva. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but drums are probably the hardest setup and takedown for sure. Probably, hey? Yeah, I like to say so. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, to be honest. I can't even lie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I remember meeting Josh, anyways. It feels like a million years ago. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Seriously. So, any funny stories you can think of throughout the years? Uh, This one was so hard as well. He's really not a funny guy, so it's tough. I don't know. He's a fucking asshole. I'm just just kidding. (laughs) Throwing shots. (laughs) Wes Wes was just about to defend him. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> I don't know, dude. He's pretty funny. <laughs> He's pretty funny. Have you met Josh? <laughs> um, but uh, if I just would have to pull one. Right out of your ass. One, yeah, just right out of there. I th- uh, One that actually comes up, I think, every time we do see each other in person because he lives in toronto now is we we used to have this old truck uh i it was my parents truck and they named it quasi and this thing was so old and it ran on propane oh yes classic yeah it was a classic for sure um and for some reason we had to I can't remember why, but we had to go to my grandma's place. And she lived in Andrew. It's about an hour outside of Edmonton. So we hit the highway. And this thing is so slow. And it's just falling right apart. (laughs) We turn off Highway 16. And then we land in uh, Mondaire, which is the creepiest, oldest town ever. And it has a huge, uh, huge statue of a sausage in the middle. 
and it actually looks like. The... Oh yeah, I knew yeah, I recognized like the name Mundare. Log it, of crap. Yeah, it looks like a huge piece of poop in the middle of the town. Anyone listening right now, if you actually want to take, like, if you don't trust us, literally Google Mundare sausage statue <laughs> on Google Images, and it's a, basically a massive statue of a human turd. Like, it's yeah. terrible. Turd. <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's unreal but so we we stop we get coffees there and we keep driving and we're stuck behind this rv and it's just one lane each direction yeah this rv is doing like 60 we're freaking out because we just want to get this thing over with and i keep pulling into oncoming traffic someone's coming i pull back go into oncoming someone's coming pull back and then we do this for like 10 minutes. And then I'm like, I'm sick of this. I'm just. <laughs> I'm going to kill us. Yeah, I'm giving her. I don't care. <laughs> so I see a big break. I even let off the gas a little bit so I can like <laughs> punch it and actually yeah. get some like oomph. Yeah, get a head start. Yeah. yeah. To this dinosaur. And I go into oncoming and we are barely moving. And we're slowly creeping up out <laughs> of this RV. And Josh is like, Wes? Wes? And then, like, way down the road, we see headlights, like, appear over the hill. And I'm like, we're not stopping. <laughs> Fully committed. Fully committed. Pedal to the metal. Going. And we get directly side by side with this RV. And the guy looks over at us, like, deer in the headlights, like, what are you guys doing? And we're looking at him like, dude, like, hit the brake, man. Like, we're trying to get around. Yeah, exactly. And then (laughs) he starts honking at us. And then this truck's getting so close to us. And I'm like, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Josh is like, we're not going to make it. And at this time, I'll never forget it. Josh is standing on his seat. He has his left hand on the dash and his right hand on, like, the holder thing on the roof. Probably a great time not to be wearing your seatbelt. Yeah. No kidding. And he just says, Wes, you better get this guy in high gear. (laughs) And I'm like, this is the only gear he has. And then last minute, I had to slam on the brakes, and we just had to rush back into the lane. But oh, oh, dude. so you never even passed the RV? We couldn't. I, we would have went head. Surely died. We would have surely died. <laughs> so you, oh. you successfully scared the living shit out of. You successfully scared the living Mundare sausage right out of Cliff Brooks. <laughs> yeah. We both fillers our uh, shorts with Mondaire sausage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's just one story out of probably a million. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. hilarious. <laughs> good old quasi. <laughs> good old quasi. Yeah. Happy to never see that thing again. What about uh cool, what about some heartfelt stories? This is the worst question. 
Maybe like not a heartfelt story, but like I feel like we've gone pretty long. So like even just some heartfelt words, well wishes for the groom. The story is much easier than words, but (laughs) (laughs) just I'll just do a quick little story. When Josh left the band, ooh, dark, ooh, like we all like bald like little babies. Yeah, that was that was pretty rough. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, that would be my uh, heartfelt story. How did how did he tell you guys? Uh, we were all at uh, some house. I can't remember. We all kind of knew it was coming, right? And then he just kind of called a meeting with all of us and uh, <laughs> <laughs> shitty, hey. And then you had to like pack up your own drums and shit. Yeah, yeah, Sucks. I did. That was <laughs> probably what I was more upset about. <laughs> Yeah, Wes didn't actually give a shit that Josh was leaving the band. He's like, "Fuck!" Now I have to pack up my own kit. Yeah. I've never had to fake cry so hard in my life. <laughs> yeah, but now, now you bond with crooks different ways with with hockey and stuff like that. So I feel like you're probably just as closer, closer with them now. Yeah, it's all uh, for sure. Yeah, it's all just fun now. So I'll play no work. That's the way it should be. Just vacations with each other. It's awesome. Yeah. That's great. All right, man. Sweet, man. Cool. cool. I think that's all we need. Yeah. Thanks for hopping on here with us. Hey. Oh, oh. what's up? What's hey. up, guys? <laughs> Damn, this guy's got the headset and everything. Wes just called with his phone like a 70 year old. Really? Grandma. How oh, did yeah, he... I, I didn't even realize Wes had no headphones. <laughs> How did he record his audio? I have a Skype recorder. He well, Jeez. he didn't even because he couldn't figure. It. He tried to download it on his laptop and he couldn't figure it out. <laughs> oh, nice! What a guy! You didn't have to download anything. I'm just on the Skype website here. Wow! Oh, no way! Yeah! What a chode! What a chode! <laughs> <laughs> Well, fellas, nice to see you. It's been uh, how long? Three weeks? Something like that. Freaking miss you, dog. Yeah, Dude. miss you guys too. Is Josh there? I don't hear him yet. No, he's he's not going to no. make it. He's, no. He shat the bed and double booked yeah. himself. He's got company over. What a wanker. Yeah. yeah. I left. I left my dad's birthday to be here. Oh my wow. gosh! Yeah, so he better feel bad. Did you oh, have to text speak him? Oh, of the there devil. he is! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that is such perfect timing. I can't believe it, dude. We were we were literally just trash talking you hard. <laughs> All right, Jamie. Oh my god. You're in the hot seat now. In the hot seat. All right. Well, you ask ask me the question and I'll give you the answer. <laughs> okay. We'll give you more <laughs> than an answer. What is the meaning of life? What's the meaning yeah. of life? Yeah. Well, all you need to know is Fridays, whiskey and pizza. That's the <laughs> meaning of life. All right. Damn. Throw in the odd craft beer from Ontario. Clearly Jamie's not doing sober October. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, are you guys doing that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Wow. Trying. Shame on you guys. Do you know what this does to the industry? People lose their jobs (laughs) over this kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, wow, whole month without any profits. It's pretty crazy, man. Like, there's... 12 months in the year to prove no point at all is the only month that people can sell alcohol so i can see how detrimental it is (laughs) (laughs) and me crooks and gear drink so much that the industry takes that big of a hit (laughs) (laughs) all right so how'd you meet josh my friend well crooks and i met for the first time probably when would it have been crooks 2013 is that right uh, that sounds correct. 2013. Yes. Yeah. When you guys were doing the tour with, uh, live different, I was one of the, the leaders, uh, with them. Right. And, uh, I remember, I actually got to say, so you, you guys were in FLTF at the time and I was touring with another band. I can't remember what their name was. Maybe you were for... a member of this band? No, or I wasn't a just a leader. Yeah. And uh, I definitely remember being jealous that I wasn't on tour with you guys. Um, I <laughs> Just because of me, right? That. Well, that, let me get to that. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad it's heading there. So uh, this band was unreal, right? FLTF was so good. We, you know, we plugged them in, sound checked, and all. they definitely blew everyone away. I'm not just trying to you know, kiss ass here. They were awesome. Including but then my I got a, board. Yeah, but I gotta say though, there there was Josh, right? Like standing on stage, (laughs) the weakest link. (laughs) He's standing there. Not so the band is playing over tracks, but then Josh is like a second dimension to tracks, right? Where he's playing (laughs) the D pad or whatever you want to call it. You know, he's pushing (laughs) buttons, making sounds happen. The digipad. And I remember the digipad. And I remember thinking. Man, I wonder why they don't just put these in the tracks. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? He's got to be the nicest guy on the planet. He's got to be a good hang. He's got to be a good hang because there's no way that they would, like, you know, remove tracks from the tracks to give to oh, someone man. else on stage, right? So I was like, this guy's got to be pretty cool. So. Uh, that's why I was like, I want to tour with those guys. Cause obviously the nicest guy on the planet is touring with him. Cause he's, you know, he's doing the tracks job. No one ever does that. So, but that's really he how I met Josh. The, the track like in human guy. form. He was, yeah. He was an assistant to the track. <laughs> yeah. Track master. And did, track master <laughs> and did a damn good job. That's for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, so, that was back in 2013, so you guys have known each other for a while. It's been is a while, any, yeah. Yeah, is there any like really funny stories that stand out that you'd like to talk about? Some funny stories, yes. There's <laughs> one. There's one specifically. I don't know if if like we ever told you guys about this. And Josh, I don't know if you even remember, but it was it was funny to me. Um, so this was just last year. Josh and I, we were camping uh, in Algonquin Park, place uh, here close to Ottawa. And um, it was, Josh, I think it was our first time out camping together. Is that right? Uh, yeah, just us. Just us, yeah. At Algonquin? Just us, yeah. So it was kind of, uh, it was like fall camping, kind of winter camping. Like, 
it snowed, so it, it was winter camping, right? Um, yeah. But uh, Josh and I were just chilling by the fire, right? We're just hanging out, and I think we got some whiskey on the go, and, uh, you know, we're just getting into some good chats. And then all of a sudden, behind me, we just hear this, like, <laughs> in the back. <laughs> And both Josh and I like just go completely silent, right? We look at each other. It's is it's, it dark? It's dark, man. Oh, it is dark. The darkest. As dark as it gets. And so we just look at each other like, oh, that was weird. Probably trying to play it off like it was nothing. And then we hear a bunch more in the background. And then Josh looks at me, and I remember this clearly, Josh. And you said this straight to my face. You're like holy shit that is fucking big <laughs> whatever that is it's fucking big he says am i allowed to swear on the pod oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. all right oh and, dude that is and so i was funny. like i was trying to be calm at this point and i'm just like i'm just hoping that josh is like messing with me or whatever but josh ever since you like said that at that time i was like okay he's panicking I'm panicking too. So <laughs> so we both get up off of our chairs, right? Josh grabs his knife. I grab a hatchet. And we're like, we got to go oh, and figure out what the fuck this was. Like, we can't just sit here like like a Let bunch of like... you in, the, in your sleep. Yeah, it's exactly. Late. It's late too. It's like probably 10, 30, 11. Yeah, it's oh. really late. And here we're thinking we're about to get fucked up by a moose or a bear or something like that. Anyways... Yeah. Josh and I are trekking on this path and we're trying to figure out what this thing was that scared us so bad. And then all of a sudden we just see our fellow neighbor and camper say, oh, hey, you got any firewood? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, it's, it was our like our neighbor camper that was rifling <laughs> through the woods with no flashlight trying to find wood at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Oh, dude, that is so funny. There's, so That's a good way to get stabbed with a hatchet. And you have yeah, to understand seriously. the context, though, because it's camping, but it's like three campsites per massive lake. Every lake is like three kilometers apart. So there's no, yeah. there's like maybe two other people camping there. Yeah. yeah. It's not, so it's your not chances like a regular of seeing people are very slim. So close. it's like, th that's why it was sketchy. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. We just spent four hours hiking into the woods. We're tired. We're we're half drunk from the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Holy a bear shit. behind us. That's that. fucking big. <laughs> Very close call. Very, yeah. Yeah. So that was funny. That was a that's good time, hilarious. eh? That was a great time. Yeah, I always get so jealous when I see you guys out camping together. That's so sick. Are you a camper? Oh, I love camping, yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm like, I don't rough it as hard as you guys do, but I would like to, you know? If I oh, had man. someone that was daring enough to take me out. I got to tell you, though, it seems like it's roughing it, but we camp in style. Yeah. yeah. It's all about we, the gear, man. The gear. Yeah. You got to invest in that gear, and once you get the right gear, everything is smooth sailing. And that's what I oh, don't yeah. have. So, yeah, you still gotta watch out for the bears and moose, though, <laughs> and the fellow uh, bushwhackers. <laughs> fellow bushwhackers. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh so man, yeah. All right, before we let you off here, 
You got any heartfelt memories or even just he- heartfelt uh, things to say about the wedding and that whole experience or like any yeah, memories? I think honestly for Josh and I, I, I think he'd agree. Like most of our, you know, our best memories spent together have just been, you know, either hanging out over a beer, uh, chatting, you know, or just uh, going camping. That's uh, that's kind of been our, you know, our fondest memories. The wedding was sick. Bachelor party was sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that hood rats, uh, Brooklyn hood rats is a lifelong bond. I think we'll all share, <laughs> eh? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, definitely, uh, I'm very blessed to have Josh as a friend. Very much so. Hell yeah, man. Totally. Very good. Yeah. That's awesome. Sweet, man. Well, thanks for hopping on here for a few minutes with us. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for calling me in. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Chat with you guys later. See you, buddy. Cheers, buddy. All right, see you guys. What's up? Joe Rogan, Joe. what's up? Joe bro? Rogan. <laughs> Rogan. Tiger Hoods. <laughs> we got Tiger Hoods in the cut. <laughs> all right, bro, we won't keep you too long since no you're worries. going to your show. It's all good. Um, so how did you uh how did you and Josh meet? Um okay, well we met in school. I think I probably would have been like grade two or something and he would have been in grade one or something uh sort of hard wow. to remember man it was a long long time ago so yeah can that's you confirm crazy. that crooks yeah that sounds right to me somewhere along and that timeline so you guys were friends that early or did you not become friends till later uh no we became friends pretty quick uh there was <laughs> there was a cup there's probably like three or four of us that were pretty close almost right off the bat so Oh, we were you. we were close buddies right away. That's crazy, man. Yeah, damn. It's crazy how long you guys have known each other. It's yeah, man. It's it's forever, really. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where it's like, like that's just not even friendship at that point. Like that's like brotherhood. Like that's like true family vibes right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Been through that's a lot awesome. of shit together in that amount of time. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and you guys, I learned at this uh, New York trip that you guys are so similar. Like Crooks told me, he's like, oh man, he's like just like me. And I'm, it's like, everyone says that, right? But holy shit, it's like hanging out with two Joshes. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, it is hanging out with two Joshes. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. So... <laughs> <laughs> Joe is just my uh, government name, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All the important people call you Joe. That's right. Oh my god, that bugs me so much. <laughs> I know. I love. I love how much you hate it. It's so funny. I love it too. Because it doesn't bother uh, me at all. Like I really don't care. We were saying <laughs> earlier when it was uh, just the three of us on the podcast. We were saying it's so stupid because we called you Joe. So we didn't have two, like, we weren't calling two people Josh, but we don't even call Crooks Josh. And so, like, there's no real point. <laughs> That's we why it bothers you, like, Josh. Jeez. Well, I thought, didn't we have a discussion, though, and, like, some of you guys said, oh, I don't really call him Crooks. Like, I'm not used to that. So, like, whatever. 
I feel like that was Wes, maybe. The only one that yeah. doesn't is sometimes Garrett. He calls me just Josh. And then Wes yeah. just calls me Josh. But, dude, this is actually kind of funny. I thought your name was Joe until I met, like, basically until I met you because your Facebook yeah. name is Joe. <laughs> Joe Shua, man. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think legit I, thought your name was Joe. I think Joe slash Josh is the originator of Crooks. But funny oh, enough. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. But funny enough, like, in other groups of friends that I have, that's that name has just come up naturally as well. So, and that was before Crooks and Castles came out, so they can't steal my thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that shit. <laughs> I was so stoked that people called me Crooks, and then the the skate company came out. Yeah, it came and out I, after that. Yeah, yeah, I started buying a bunch of Crooks and Castles. Dude, shirts. you wore that shit. That's so cringe. I did the dude. It wasn't cringe back then. Like no, it, just the fact that you're called Crooks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like, all right, let me buy that shit, dude. I was, I was a high school like wannabe, like gangster wigger. So I was so stoked on that. Yeah, I was a wannabe gangster too. Jordan, you're telling me you wouldn't buy a shirt that says Jordan on it? You know, like a Michael Jordan like 23 Jumpman's thing. Oh, that would actually be kind of cool. Yeah, there you go. See. <laughs> fair enough i stand corrected yeah man all right so did you think up a funny story for us i can't imagine you trying to narrow it down from all those years exactly i thought of probably i don't know five six seven probably more than that but man there's so there's so many there's so many um Man, I I don't know. I don't know which one to go with. There's there's a couple good ones that I that I like, and uh, I think I'll I think I'll go with uh, the original one. I thought so. Uh, this was probably like high school age. Uh, Perfect. And uh, and our buddy Matt, we were all hanging out at his parents' house, okay. and uh, they they had a hot tub, right? And uh, <laughs> so we thought it'd be a good idea. And it was winter. We we're like, oh man, let's go in the hot tub naked. That'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. As w- Five dudes, as one does. Yeah, exactly. Massive sausage uh, fast for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so we go out in the hot tub and uh, whip our shorts off, and and Crooks and I do a really good job of hiding our shorts. Like nobody would know that we were naked in there. We got the jets going, the bubbles are going. Yeah. Buddy Matt, who's like not always the you know he's really smart, but not when it comes to like more practical stuff, maybe. street smarts he whips off his shorts and he just throws them like right in front of the hot tub (laughs) like right by the footpath and uh we're in there for probably i don't know 10 15 minutes and then tara lee comes out (laughs) that's josh's mom yeah she comes out she walks up to the hot tub and and she's like are you guys you guys having fun like you guys good and we were like, we were pretty awkward about it because we're like all buck naked underneath that, right? So it's only some some bubbles separating my Dwayne the Rock Johnson from his mother's eyes. And I don't want his mom to see my wang. And then she goes, she she sort of looks around a bit and she sees Matt shorts just sitting there on the floor, like on the ground outside of the hot tub. And she's like, are you guys naked in there? And, oh, and we stone cold look at look right back at her and just lie. Like, oh, no. no. 
Not at all. No, of course Why not. would we do that? No, we're not naked. <laughs> she went back into the house and yelled, Ron, our son's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. You have to ask her her side of the story. Uh... That's, that's definitely one of my favorites among many, many others. That is that so is funny. awesome. I love that one, man. We were so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good oh, times. Good Holy stuff. fuck! My my wife's trying to hold it together here. Besides, <laughs> why were we naked? She said, "Why were we naked?" Because that's what guys do, man. Like that's what BC guys do. I didn't do that shit in Alberta. That's a that's a mountain man nude in the mountains thing. It's because in Alberta, if you, if you take your shorts off, your dick will freeze off. Yeah, <laughs> we lose our extremities, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You have to put a sock on it or something, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, dude, my face hurts so much from laughing. All right, let's take this down a, down a notch and get serious here. So, share I I bet in all those years you've known him, you have like a heartfelt moment or a heartfelt story, something meaningful to share about Crooks and your friendship. Oh, absolutely. Man. Uh, again, you know, I, there's a million things I could draw from. Um, I don't know. Like I, I maybe if you'll let me, I'll just say something more like in general about our friendship over the years. Yeah. totally. And I want to go back to what you said, Garrett which is is so true man like it it's brotherhood it's way more than just friends um like friends friends to me in my opinion friends come and go but with me and josh it's always been like you know we're not the kind of people who are always like texting each other always doing this right we got busy lives but every single time we get back together our friendship just picks up like instantly where it left off um we get along like so so well and uh something i've always loved about him is is he's got a really gentle spirit and that's not a bad thing at all that's in my opinion that's amazing amazing quality that he has um yeah he's he's the kind of guy whenever we were going through crap whether whether you know he really had anything to do with it or not he was always someone and still is of course someone that i could go to like hey man this happened or what do you think about this or like i'm struggling with this and and no judgment, just genuine love, genuine brotherly love. And he was straight up. He would just be, yeah. you know, some brutally honest, but in like the nicest way you could imagine if that was necessary, or he'd just be someone to talk to and he'd just let you vent. Like I I can't speak I can't speak enough about um his his gentle character and his genuine love for his friends. And I know you guys know that, of course you do. Yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Yeah, so that's what I would say. I mean, there yes, there's definitely specific moments, but but if I could just give like a general overview of of that that brotherhood that we've shared for man, like what twenty years now, twenty maybe even more, a little bit more than twenty years, it's just crazy to me. Yeah, that's wild. Through all the crap that that me and him went through, uh, sometimes involved in the same stuff, sometimes not, and uh, yeah, like we we could have. He could have been really pissed at me for certain things. And like, you know, I screwed up as a friend and never, man, he was just always there forgiving, willing to, willing to, uh, to listen and, and to, and to love on a brother. So that's, that's what I would say, man. Couldn't have said, couldn't have said, said it better. Myself. 
Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Did we just say the same shit? Yeah, we the did. Time? <laughs> we did. That was weird. Aww. Yeah, you did. Dude, I I see tears just streaming down Crux's face. So yeah. sorry to do that to you, Crux. <laughs> He's weeping right now. Gnashing Dude, teeth. That was amazing. Thank you. Well, what what else can I say, man? Seriously, that's yeah, exactly what it is. Just from the heart. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. That's awesome, man. Thanks. For I your mean, time, we Josh. are on video, and we saw you reading from that sheet of paper you have that you wrote out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, straight from your heart. My wife's beside me, and she has cue cards. Yeah. Because <laughs> I like I I can't read, so they're just like pictures of stuff. <laughs> Remind me, so like for the for the hot tub. Uh, she, it was like it was a picture of a hot tub and then like a picture of a penis. Yeah, <laughs> some lady's that's freaking how I out. Yeah, that's the hot I tub mean. penis story. The hot tub penis story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the other one was was uh, of a guy just like hugging this cartoon heart. So I was like, okay, he's feeling the heart, and then I knew yeah. where to go from there. Yeah. yeah. Good. <laughs> Shout out to your wife, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I miss you. Yeah, I, I miss know, you I, too. I miss you guys too. That yeah. New York trip was not long enough. I know. Until bro. the hood rats meet again, am I right? That's right. <laughs> All right, bro. You have a good night. All right. You, you guys too. All right. Well, it's not every single week that you get an entire episode dedicated specifically to you. So I'm going to soak it in. As Garrett said, don't get used to it. I just met a little bit. Anyways, thank you and shout out to all the groomsmen that came through for New York. That was seriously one of the dopest times of my life. And then obviously for making my wedding day super smooth and just so full of love. We couldn't have done it without you guys. That's all the wedding party. Shout out to my friends and family for being there. You guys are all incredible and I love you so much. And last but not least, my beautiful wife Carly for making that day something i will never forget it's truly amazing when you get to spend it with someone that you love with all your heart so there's my sappy moment and obviously if you haven't yet on all your favorite streaming platforms spotify apple music google whatever it is make sure you go to our page and subscribe like and rate and review it as that would be much appreciated also check out our instagram at third wheel pod and stay up to date with our latest pod episodes and content thanks a lot guys and cheers ciao baby